It's news to us live on AW Radio. It's the week of February 27th, 2023. Bernie Sanders wants a four-day work week. Meanwhile, Republicans want to make drag shows a felony. This week, controversial topics making headlines, including the Tennessee Republicans voting to make drag shows a felony. The cancellation also of the iconic comic strip Dilbert plus accusations that Florida Governor DeSantis is a fascist and Bernie Sanders wants a four-day work week. A lot to get to. Fascists, funnies, and four-day work weeks. All right here. Jam-packed show. Jam-packed show. We're bringing it all to you right here on It's News to Us. We're live on AW Radio. Tweet us if you want to. It's uh, easy to do that. Just uh, tweet It's News to Us. And welcome to the United States of America. Global woman, radioactive sites, imperialistic wrongs, and animal rights news. IW Radio. It's news to us. A lot going on there, Jason. Wow. How are we going to get to all of this this week on the show? It's news to us. I don't know how we're going to do it. We're just going to jump in, man. We're going to go quickly do it. Quickly. Let's just jump right in. Quickly. Quickly. Okay, we'll jump right in. I do want to say, though, to everyone listening on Adobe, don't forget that we do have a podcast. Get that. Subscribe. It's called It's News to Us. You can, uh, you know, catch up with all of our shows. And every week we have a new episode that goes up. It's News to Us wherever you get your podcast. Although, do not be fooled because there's another show that stole the name of our show. You That's still going, I guess. I don't know how. Mm. Like, what is with these people? They who has the goal to do something like that? We were doing the show you know, for like two or three years, and then this other show comes along and like, oh, we're gonna have the same name. Screw you guys. I'm, I'm still flattered that uh, they were such big fans of our show that they wanted to jump on our coattails, Eddie. You think that's what it is? I, I mean, it's a good name. I guess it's a testament to that. But also, those guys can just go to hell, straight to hell. Mm. Have you uh, taken a chance and listened to them yet? No. No, me neither. But, you know, we have all the social media handles on lockdown. We have the YouTube. We have everything. So, you know, good luck to those guys for if they actually want to promote their show and have a real show. They can't. Well, they could, but it would all come back to us. Yeah, fine. We'll take their audience. Sure. All right, a lot to get to in the news roundup. Here we go. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah. Oh, yes. So much to get to in the news roundup. Where do we begin? All right. How about uh, this story about Tennessee Republicans voting to make drag shows felonies? I guess uh, these lawmakers are just jealous they they can't pull off a good wig and a pair of heels is what I think, Jason. I think that mm. uh, they're just a little jealous there. But the question uh, is, would yeah. you uh, would you want to see them in a wig and a pair of heels? Sure, I personally would not. Why not? Who cares? I'll I'll see them in anything as long as they're leaving people alone. Mm-mm. Wear what you want. That's what I say. Mm. I think as that, long as they wear that while while they walk out of office, is that what you're saying? I would love to see Tennessee lawmakers and drag. Sure. You don't mm. want to see that. I think that'd make things a lot more interesting. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So Tennessee is just one procedural vote away from becoming the first state to effectively ban public drag performances in the state. Now that sets the stage for 
a, uh, well, a possible, a free speech battle in the courts, Jason. Ooh, and another I, one. I got it. Yeah. Another one. I have to say, if Republicans are so worried about men wearing dresses, maybe they should uh, stay away from the Scottish Highlands too. And those kilts over there seems to be very offensive. If you're a Republican for some reason, but uh, hmm. so uh, Tennessee lawmakers, they officially passed joint legislation to create a new felony offense for anyone engaging in quote, adult cabaret performance on public property or in a location where the performance quote could be viewed by a, by a person who is not an adult. And uh, this was signed by Tennessee Republican governor, Bill Lee. Uh, and uh, if signed rather, if he does this, if he does decide to sign it and he's probably going to Tennessee will become the first state to criminalize drag shows in public. And uh, this is uh, actually from a list of more than a dozen States that have sought similar bans. So to be clear, this is only for drag shows that are in public, right? Like um, uh, festivals or, or things of that nature. So private shows will remain legal. Is that how I'm understanding this? Well, it says adult cabaret performance on public property or at a location where the performance could quote be viewed by a person who is not an adult. So I guess, but it's still a little vague. Now, uh, the biggest implication I could think is like, you know, uh, pride uh, festivals right there. Like that's mm-hmm. everybody there could be thrown in jail and, and uh, well, not everybody, you know, like certain people there could be thrown in jail and convicted of a felony. Yeah. I mean, for it to be a felony charge is pretty crazy. You know, it's people who are, um, I mean, they're being legislated but uh with discrimination essentially is how i see that like you know they want to dress you know however they want and they're going to be um charged with felonies if it's in public like man right what happened to freedom right well i mean that's Hmm. the the argument here is that it goes against freedom of expression and freedom of speech and it, it does like how how is this not you know republicans are all about uh personal freedom unless uh that personal freedom pertains to a man wearing lipstick and then you know then there's no personal freedom there huh. if you don't agree with what uh we see as, as quote unquote normal then we're going to come after you essentially is what they're saying that's right That's right. So uh, 26 bills have been introduced by Republican lawmakers in 14 states, and this signifies a larger crackdown by conservatives uh, amid uh, moral outrage that uh, events like they're all up in arms about these uh, whatever they are, these drag story hours at public libraries. This is what they're focusing in on now or something. You know, it's always some stupid culture thing, but uh, they're saying that, uh, these ex- these events expose young children to sexualized content. I you know I I, I just think that if Republicans really want to get into this whole dress code thing, why don't they focus on more important things like not wearing socks and Crocs together at the same time? Oh man! Now, yeah. well, how about we uh, yeah. we focus on that? 
Uh, uh, my daughter wears socks and Crocs all every day. Throw her in jail, felony. <laughs> felony. <laughs> wow. I had no idea you were so adamant against the study. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna crack down what people are wearing, that's uh, real important issues there. But uh, uh, anyways, uh, Republican conservative Chris Todd, he's one of the bill's sponsors. He said that quote: "This is a common sense child safety bill." All right, whatever. You know, these Republicans can't handle the idea of someone breaking gender norms. I mean, what's next, Jason? Women wearing pants? Oh. But that'd be mm. a horrible thing. Mm. Can't uh, have it. Yeah. Not have that. Can't have it. Uh, LGBTQ advocates and others describe the bill as unconstitutional, and it's, uh, you know, because of restrictions on freedom of expression and speech. Uh, Aaron Reed is an LGBTQ activist and on Twitter wrote, quote, this bill is an atrocity committed at all trans and gender nonconforming people, as well as all drag artists. It bans male and female impersonators from providing entertainment that appeals to pertinent interest. All right. So again, you know, the fascist cracking down the, the mm. party of limited government wants to make sure that you can't wear a dress in public. Jason, remember you actually wore a dress in public, Jason, you, you have, uh, you've done drag yourself. I have done drag myself. <laughs> That's right. Um, I have, uh, we, it was a wonderful experience. I, you know, I, I met a lot of interesting people <laughs> while I did yes, it. You did. Um, it was fun. Um, you know, it wasn't, we didn't do anything weird, like, you know, uh, but yes, I have been in drag in public, um, while you filmed me, actually, we did yeah. it for you, Eddie. I did it for you. <laughs> I put you in a dress. It was for my own entertainment, but we had fun. Um, we were doing, we were doing a little video project and you were in public walking around in a dress that that would be a felony. You'd be uh, facing a felony charge right now. Well, <clears throat> it wasn't so. It wasn't a drag show, but people who dress in drag, this could be a felony. Is that what we're saying now? That's what this says. Because, oh, I mean, it's, I ve- it was, it's very. I just thought it was shows. No. Uh, like I mean, entertainment. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it, it's basically saying anybody who dresses in drag in public, they could be convicted of a felony. So you walking around in that dress, felony. Wow. That's a whole nother level. I thought it was just like drag shows. No, no. Oh, that, that's why people are saying this is a first amendment issue. Yeah. That's oh man. That takes it to another level, Eddie. Yeah. I'm sorry if that wasn't clear to start there, but yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. They want to, to make drag a felony. So from what I understand, you know, these Republicans demanding dress codes, and, you know, once Republicans start telling us how to dress, everyone's going to have a mullet. Mm. Mullets are coming back, though. I, I've been seeing it. Yes. Full <laughs> force. Mullets are back. I got to say, the new mullet looks kind of good. It's not bad. Anyways. Wait, yeah. You're going to go mullet? No. Nah. I think you should. Maybe. Look good. Everybody should. Why not? But uh, anyways, we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, that uh, this whole situation, as we said, it's in a number of states, not just Tennessee. Florida is also jumping on that bandwagon, of course. Uh, DeSantis is moving 
to strip the liquor license from the nonprofit organization Orlando Philharmonic Plaza Foundation because it uh, once hosted a drag show that children attended, Jason? Yeah, that's right. So they're going after the liquor license. Oh, okay. Because children were there, and heaven forbid children see people in drag. Because children saw a man in a dress. And, yes. And like I said earlier, what's next? Are these kids going to see a woman in pants? Mm. Oh, my God. The outrage. Well, uh, speaking of uh, DeSantis and Florida, what's going on with him and Mickey Mouse, Jason? There's a big story here. Uh looks like uh, Disney World might become DeSantis World, the happiest fascist state on Earth. That's right. Yeah. And speaking of fascist, uh, Ruth ben Gatt a professor of history from New York University who's written and studied authoritarianism and um, regarding uh, dictators such as Benito Mussolini made the claim that Ron DeSantis will destroy our democracy with deadly precision and cannot emphasize enough how dangerous he is when responding to Jeb Bush's endorsement for DeSantis to run for president in 2024. Now, DeSantis is like the Omicron version of Trump, correct? Yeah, he's the next iteration of okay. DJT. He's yeah, uh, yeah. He's a little more pla- uh, palatable. Um, he's not as um, really. You think he's palatable? Well, more than DJT, certainly. I do. I do think he is. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I think that, so. that's what makes him dangerous is because the guy he's exactly. a little bit more covert. He's a little bit more sinister. He's actually. He actually has a brain. He doesn't blurt shit out with his yeah. uh, his faded Diet Coke brain constantly. So the guy, yeah, uh, that's why he. I think he's more dangerous. And that you know, this is the next iteration of DJT and the evolution of Republicans in general. Um, DJT was just the the first, you know, just a symptom. He wasn't just the cause, right, Eddie? And, yeah, I think we've said that before on the show. Yeah, I think we were the yeah, first to Santa's, say that exactly. What you just said yeah he's the next next level so yeah uh but so he's been yeah. pushing a uh policy in florida yeah. um that is controversial and the bill is uh called don't say gay right um which started a feud with disney the now like, that, largest that, employer that, of florida now remind me what that bill was i know we talked about it on the show but wasn't it uh teachers something to do with teachers couldn't say, say the, that they you, were gay or say the word gay, right? Something or, like that in the classroom. Or have curriculum about gay. Yeah. Yeah. Homosexuality. Like they were just banning uh, homosexuality from schools, essentially. Because Republicans are so stupid, they think G A Y is a four letter word, correct? That's correct. Yes. It's, <laughs> okay. It's taught. And, um, All right. Yeah. So. But Disney last year, they stood up against DeSantis and they said, we aren't going to back that. Right. We're not backing that law. We're opposing this law. And that made DeSantis fume. Mm. His head is spinning like those teacups at Walt Disney Land World, whichever one is in Florida. World. I'm fuming. I'm DeSantis. Me. So, now, I mean, D- Disney is one of the, you know, it's the largest um, employer in the state of Florida. I mean, it's right. essentially its own state. And 
uh, speaking of own state, it had its uh, its own district, own government. It ran itself, so they didn't have to go through city zone planning or anything like that. They had full autonomy on how they wanted to build on their properties without contacting local governments because they were in self or they themselves were self governing. Right. So and basically, just... started attacking that, and they were right. and he was pressuring. And you know who's, re- who, who suffers here is the taxpayer because who's going to have to pay for all that now? Because if if he wants to rope this area of Florida into uh, control underneath the federal or the Florida government, then the taxpayers are going to have to foot the bill for all this uh, crap going on over there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, He's it'll punishing his own the taxpayers' time. Yeah, that's right. So, with Disney opposing his bill. Um, DeSantis started a month-long campaign to attack Disney and their autonomy, and today he uh, signed an executive law saying that he will be appointing a five-member board to oversee government services in the uh, Disney district and removing their autonomy. Wow. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so he's going (sighs) to... Are people are people happy about this? Who's except I mean, guess just Republicans. Yeah, Mickey's not happy. Mickey isn't happy about it. I heard that Space Mountain is going to be rebranded as Space Force Mountain in honor of DeSantis's mm. favorite political hero, Trump. Are you mm. I think that's part of this bill too, right? But yeah, mm. this is the uh, the takeover, the Disney District takeover. Good news. Good news, everyone. Disney World guests, you can now skip the lines in Disney if you bribe the governor for access. So we know that politicians love bribes. So that's how you can get uh, to the, that fast pass. <laughs> Just give a donation to DeSantis and you'll get a fast pass. Right. And you're on Space Mountain instantly. Space Force mm. Mountain. Mm. Excuse me. Space Force Mountain. <laughs> yeah. DeSantis better watch out. I mean, Say they continue this course, right? Florida GOPers, like, yeah. what if Disney's like, okay, we're out, and they like move? Like, could you imagine? I mean, that would like be I'm horrible. Just gonna for an idea. I'm going to be propose an idea, Eddie. Like, mm-hmm. Colorado has a large amount of land, yeah, out on our plains. You know, what if Disney moved it here in Colorado, right in the middle of the country? We have one of the largest international airports in the world. They could better watch it. That's they really it. they're they're playing with fire, uh, DeSantis. Yeah. You know, because if he gets Disney to to move states, which they could, I mean, nothing's keeping them there. Mm. Can you imagine? And they have all uh, Disney has all the money in the world. They could buy up a huge plot of land, twice, you know, five times the size of what they have now, or you know, yeah, and, and expand. Wouldn't have to deal with alligators uh, eating children, like. I would say the only problem with Colorado, though, is the weather. Uh, so I don't know if it's, yeah. you know, because Disney's a year-round place. Nobody's going to want to go there during blizzards. <laughs> Make a bubble, man. Put a bubble so, around it. A bubble. Disney. Climate-controlled bubble. That's right. That's right. Maybe we should take over Disney. Now, Maybe. with all this said, DeSantis does have a book coming out uh, tomorrow. Good. And uh, seems like maybe he's doing a you know, he's trying to get some publicity. I mean, here we are talking about it, but 
uh, there's always a self agenda with this man, right? Like he never, that, that's the thing I don't like about, and, and then this is, I'm speaking specifically about DeSantis. There's always an agenda. He's always promoting or doing something shady or corrupt to benefit himself. Right. Himself. Yeah. It's just, oh, I mean, that's most politicians though on both sides of the aisle. I mean, that's, I would say, I was going to say that, but we're speaking specifically about DeSantis right now. Yeah, sure. Let's shit on DeSantis. I don't want to muddy the waters. (laughs) Yeah. Let's shit on DeSantis. Like, you know, he left a, Signed that bill the day before his bill or his book came out. Mm. Mm. By the way, his uh, the name of his book, "The Courage to Be Free." Meanwhile, he wants to make it a felony for a man to wear a dress, so or women to wear pants. Yeah, women. I mean, if you're gonna crack down on that, I, women can't wear pants. I'm sorry, it's got to be fair. It really does. No more pants suits. Mm. Sorry, Hillary. Ooh. You're gonna have to start what are, wearing. What do women just wear? Well, we got to we got to put Hillary Clinton in a sundress from now on. She can't wear a pantsuit. All the time. That, that's right. Mm. That's right. All right. Uh, moving on. We'll keep an eye on that one too. There's a lot to get to in this news roundup. Dilbert. Oh, the comic strip is being dropped due to the creator Sam Adams or Scott Adams. Excuse <laughs> Sam Adams. Scott Adams being <laughs> a racist. Apparently, this guy Scott Adams. Are you familiar with him? By the way, the uh, the the author of Dilbert? Uh, somewhat, but uh, do you have something of interest that you want to share? I, well, I just kind of went down a rabbit hole on him a couple of years ago because he has a YouTube channel and a podcast. And at first I was like, okay, this guy seems kind of interesting. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then it took me a little while to realize the guy is a right-wing wacko. So like, it, I've known for a while he's been out there. And... Um, Mm. So you're not surprised by this move. I'm not surprised that he f- the like he finally said something that pissed enough people off because Dilbert uh, I guess is being canceled because he what did he do exactly? He did he said something racist? Yeah, last week he said that um responding to a Rasmussen poll that um um uh, black people um were a hate group and that white people should stay away from them. Oh my God, what a dick. I mean, that's to summarize exactly pretty much what he said. That's not what he said, quote, but he did say that uh, black people were a hate group. You know, Scott. And, and then he was yeah. like, this isn't what I'm saying. This is what the poll is saying. I'm just interpreting it and sharing it with you. Uh-huh. He said this on his podcast last week or on his YouTube page. Right? Excuse me. What a dickhole. So now he's being canceled everywhere, rightfully. So, you know, Scott Adams, he's, uh, Actually, the human equivalent of Dilbert, his own cartoon, it's mildly amusing at first, then it quickly becomes repetitive and irritating, and I guess racist, too, now. So we can throw that in there. But Yeah, a lot of people yeah. are saying that he ran out of material and just started overtly being racist in his uh, comic strips. Really? Yeah. What a- and he was a womanizer. Yeah, Dilbert was a real dick. Wow. Okay. So I, he, yeah. uh, Adams, uh, Dilbert had a series that ran on UPN for two seasons. UPN. And then Adams said that he lost that, uh, uh, show because he was white and that the network decided to target a black audience. And that's why they canceled Dilbert. Actually, maybe the show sucked. You ever think of that? I remember mm. I, I tried to watch that show. I remember when it came out back in the day, 
And um, people were excited about it because remember how big Dilbert was for a minute? And yeah, then everyone was hoping it was going to be like the critic or the new Simpsons. Like it was like they were touting yeah. it as like this giant new animated series for adults. I lasted maybe half of the first episode and it was just as shitty as the comic book. So I think that's probably why or the comic strip. I think that's why it was uh, canceled there, Scotty. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, all this came out and then newspapers started pulling Dilbert um, out of their newspapers, hundreds of them last week. Um, And then the LA Times and I think the San Francisco Chronicle, they both had um, removed a, a series of different strips of Dilbert last year because of remarks that he had in the strip, they pulled them quietly without anyone really noticing. And because they were so racist and sexist, no way. I mean, it's a downward spiral. That's yeah. And it's also interesting to, uh, the sun Chronicle and Attleboro, Massachusetts is leaving the space blank where Dilbert would normally run. So it's just blank paper in their newspaper, which is, you know, that's revenue for them. They're leaving it blank as a reminder of the racism that pervades in our society. Mm. I think that's a pretty bold statement, Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it looks like he's dropped from LA times, the USA today network, and they have hundreds of newspapers. They dropped him to Washington post, the plain dealer in Cleveland no longer carrying the comic. Like who, who's carrying this anyway? Oh, you know who still carries the Dilbert comic strip? The Bill O'Reilly email and newsletter. Mm. That so you can still pick it up there. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, you know, Dilbert may have been canceled, but at least we'll always have Scott Adams, terrible hot takes and everything from staplers to coffee. Jason, he, he left mm. a, a big, mark on uh, society and uh, mm. he'll definitely find a new audience those who love long rambling blog posts about conspiracy theories so he'll be doing just yeah. fine he'll be on um, he'll be on with what's his name the frogs are gay guy who's that guy Alex Jones Alex Jones why am I blanking on him he's not worth I remembering I, I guess but you know yeah. I, I I can't wait to see Scott Adams and uh, the My Pillow guy at lunch together. Mm. Mm. Oh, you know, maybe they can yeah. go to Hobby Lobby together. <laughs> oh, work out some crafts, you know, some crafts. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make a new uh, pillow that's Dilbert themed. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bernie Sanders is pushing for a four day work week. Let's uh, get to that. In just a minute, I guess we'll take a quick break here. Let's uh, say thank you to Green Chef, Jason. Shall we do that? We love Green Chef. We love it. We love the fact that you can choose different recipes for a weekly meal when it's really you're really busy and you don't know what to do for dinner. Green Chef's there to have your back. Right. Easy. It's uh, healthy. It's a great way to supplement dinners throughout your work week. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, and now they offer more customization than ever before. Talking chicken, beef, salmon, USDA certified organic ground beef, USDA certified mm. organic chicken, and wild caught mm. sockeye salmon. Ooh, this mm. is amazing. 
There's so much delicious food. And now they offer lunches that are just uh, 10 minutes to make. I love that. I love a quick meal. That's my favorite. Quick meal. Quick, quick meal. Delicious meal. Yes. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well and dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Keto, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, gluten-free. And uh, it's the only keto meal kit, by the way. So I know keto is very popular. If you're looking for a meal kit that does keto, Green Chef is where you want to go. And uh, it's just uh, it's an amazing service. We love it. They say that you can actually reduce your waste too by up to 38% versus grocery shopping. I like that too. Everybody's environmentally conscious. So when you have the food come to you in that big box, you're reducing your waste the way that it's packaged and the way that everything is recyclable. I love that. Love it. And and groceries are so expensive. I mean, we're throwing out 38% of what we spend at the grocery store. Like that's huge savings. Don't you hate throwing away food? That's like the worst. Yeah. Even if it looks a little weird and questionable. Yeah. I almost have to eat it now. I know. With Green Chef, you don't have to waste that. You don't have to make that call, Eddie. No, because like ahead of time, you kind of know exactly what you're going to eat. As far as meals go, you can plan ahead and uh, make it so there's no waste. So go to greenchef.com slash news to us 60. Use the code news to us 60 and get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash news to us 60. Again, code news to us 60 and get 60% off plus free shipping. The number one meal kit for eating well, Green Chef. Thank you very much, Green Chef. Okay. Uh, we come back, we'll talk about Bernie Sanders and the four-day work week. I know that everybody would like to work a four-day work week and have a three-day weekend every single week. That would be the dream, don't you think? Yes. Ab- yes, absolutely. And more and more companies are leaning toward that and they're finding that their employees, surprise, surprise, are happier and more productive and the companies are making more money too. So we'll talk about that and maybe you can get your employer to do this after you uh, hear us talk about it, perhaps. Bring it straight to the top. Mm. Straight to the top. Just walk into the CEO's corner office and demand a four-day work week. It'll go great. Yeah, give them our podcast. Let them listen. Even better. All right, we'll be right back with more. It's news to us. We're live on Adobe Radio. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. Back here live on Adobe Radio. It's news to us. And uh, follow us the sh- follow us on Instagram or on Twitter. It's news to us. Get us everywhere you are. It's news to us. That is our... Oh, are we also on uh, TikTok, too, by the way? And I did want to... Bring that up. I, I'm glad I remembered because uh, Jason, uh, last week we did a little segment and we gave our support to our friends in the in, in Ukraine. And we were talking about how uh, Biden went over there and he visited. We posted a little clip of that on our TikTok. And man, we got uh, just um, a lot of people very upset with us over this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, we got. We- we were targeted, Eddie. Sirens of airstrike sirens going on in the background. Don't you while think? they were walking, I think we were targeted by hand Russian, hand, but, you know, troll bots. Yeah. I was, oh, I guess you couldn't hear what I was playing, huh? No. Okay. I don't know why you couldn't hear that. That's weird. But yeah, uh, I was just playing the clip of last week when we were talking. Oh, about this. my apologies. No, I no, no. Have no idea. I, that's weird that you couldn't hear it. 
usually, usually can hear what I'm playing, right? That's weird. Usually, yes. Usually. But anyways, I could uh I could bring it up right here. But yeah, so last week, like I said, we were talking about so what what so President Biden went over to Ukraine, what was going on again? It was like the year anniversary, right, Jason? The one year anniversary yeah. of Russia invading Ukraine. And Biden went over there and took a 10-hour train ride to meet with President Zelensky of Ukraine right? Um, to show our uh, unwavering support, U.S. support of the country and its fight against Putin. Right. And here's uh, us from last week. Sirens of airstrike sirens going on in the background while they were walking hand, well, not hand in hand, but, you know, shoulder to shoulder. There, there are these sirens going off and our very own missile defense systems keeping everybody safe. Wow. Pretty cool. I think. It is, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, this is a huge moment for history and seeing the president of the United States in this war zone. And, you know, we're already financially committed to the war. We've given them billions of dollars and to show you know, we have shown a lot of moral support, but for us to actually show up there with the leader of our country and to give a speech, meet with the people there who are going through it and recognize the fact that they are fighting for Western democracy. Like, it's huge. It's like I thought Russia was. Yeah, I'll just pause it there because we go on for a little bit there. We don't need to recap all of that. We we're just talking about it. But that was us from last week. Talking about Ukraine, mm-hmm. we posted that video on our TikTok, and the comments just really messed up. Uh, somebody says, I do not stand with Ukraine. Another person says, F Ukraine and their corrupt leader. Wow. But I did I did really love a lot of our listeners stood up, though, and uh, anytime somebody would say something messed up like that, there would be a reply. Like, this person replied to that person who said, F Ukraine, and said, uh, keep watching Fox Entertainment Network. It's just like, WWF. Ooh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. Uh, people were like, yeah. Anyways, we got hundreds of comments on that, Jason. I, you need to, I would tell you to download TikTok, but also we were accused of being fake news, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Somebody called news. us. Somebody, that's, that's, uh, we're fake news. All right. We're newsmen. How dare you? Fake news. Somebody said about us. Mm. All right. Uh, anyways, Bernie Sanders is pushing for a four day work week, which means we'll have one extra day to feel the burn. So uh, Bernie Sanders, the progressive from Vermont, he chimed in on a four day work week debate on Twitter. And he says, and I agree with this guy. What do you think of this quote? Uh, Bernie Sanders said, quote, with exploding technology and increased worker productivity, it's time to move toward a four day work week with no loss of pay. Workers must benefit from technology, not just corporate CEOs. How do you feel about that, Jason? Mm. I have an interesting take on this. All right. Um, as we're doing the show remotely, uh, I will obviously you know, say that. Um, but I think that a four-day work week would be beneficial. But I also think that um, people should be returning to the office if, if, if at all possible. Why? I think there's more productivity. Get, get back in here. You just said remote. Get your ass over here. I just return to the I'm, office. I know. <laughs> I think I, we would probably. Yeah, it would probably be better, right? If get we over were, here, uh, hypocrite. Yeah. 
I am. When's the last time you were here doing this show? I'm fucking lazy. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I, I, your your argument holds no water because you're remote right now. Uh, It does hold water. I, I (laughs) prefaced everything I'm saying as I am remote. You're like, you you could be remote, but nobody else can. I didn't say that. Okay. I'm just as guilty. Well, why do you think it's increased productivity? Because you just think it is. However, every study has shown that people are just as productive, if not more from home. So I don't understand what you're saying. Who's doing the studies? Are they like relying on people to complete a survey? Honestly, are you telling me people that work remotely don't take a three hour lunch? It's not a it's not a, a survey of the workers. It is of management and uh, corporate CEOs, mm. and then they have actual. They're lying to themselves. Well, they actually have. I, well, I think most CEOs want workers back in, just like you. You're like the, the you're like the you're like being like Tim Cook right now. He wants everybody back at Apple. I want. I th- I th- yeah. I'm not saying like for a full forty hour work week. I'm not saying that at all. But I think there is an argument. And maybe it's perceived, maybe there's uh, statistics, and I, I bet we don't have statistics on this yet, but I think it's more productive when workers are engaged with coworkers and in person versus virtual. Several studies over the past few months show productivity while working remotely from home is better than working in an office setting. On average, those who work from home spend 10 minutes less per day being unproductive. Okay. This is really convoluted. Sorry. I thought I had a quote here because that was made by someone working from home. Google gave me a, a weird thing, but well, every like literally just Google. I've looked into this a lot because uh, I've, I've used these arguments and talking to, to uh, as I don't get into it too much, but I've, I've I Googled it and every study says, that when you're working from home, you're more productive. Mm. They have like literally every study. Now there is, I think there is something to bringing your team together though. I, I think there is a middle ground there. I absolutely think there's a middle ground. I think there should be a hybrid model. Eddie is what I'm saying. A hybrid model. There. Yeah. Hybrid where you're in office or in at work two days a week. If your job allows you to be remote and then, two days at home and then have a four day work week. Okay. Well, I guess we're talking about the four day work week so we can pivot back to that, but maybe come back to this sometime. It's kind of interesting. So, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders, again, he wants a four day work week and maybe he should start by convincing Congress to take Fridays off because they already seem to have a pretty light workload, Jason. (laughs) But, um, so Bernie Sanders, I guess uh, he says four day work week is the way to go because there is a UK study that just came out on the four day work week and they studied 3000 workers and they found that workers slept better. These firms made more money and employees were less likely to say they did not have enough time to care for their loved ones. It all sounds like good stuff to me. Four day work week. I think so too. I also believe that we should have uh vacation time for our uh workers that's more than you know the standard two weeks a year when was bullshit two weeks that, that's yeah. not enough that is like so insulting we as americans are getting fucked anyways 
Bernie Sanders, you know, he, uh, he's really pushing for this. He's like that cool grandpa that wants to give us all Fridays off so we can play bingo and complain about our joints. We got, you gotta love <laughs> this guy. And the, you wash, know, even if yes. Bernie is really good at that though, you know, he'll, he'll push something and you, the social liberals, if, if you will, liberals, um, Antifa, you mean? Yeah, they, Antifa like it gets incorporated <laughs> into the Democratic platform. Like, I think, yeah, you're really right. Good job. I, I, I think he does a really good job in um, pushing that. So, no, you're right. Actually, like a lot of Bernie's ideas do end up in the. Uh, in the he's a very influential Democrat. So when he says something, this is why people are are, are talking about it. So. A Washington Post reports that most companies involved in this study where they tried like a little test with a four-day work week, they all reported that revenue went up, sick days went down, companies are hiring. That's all good. That's good for business. Like big business should be all about this. Republicans should be behind this too because it increases profits. We just proved that money's involved. Now Republicans should be perking their ears up. And it should also, I, I want to reiterate what Bernie said, that it should not have any impact on pay. Yes. Or, like, make sure we're, you know, pushing that, too. It's not that yes. we're going to dock them because they're only working 32 hours a week. I mean, quite yeah. frankly, most people work 40-plus hours, five, six, seven days a week. I, I mean... And, and if you talk to the average worker, they say, like, yeah, I have to be in the office for 40 or 50 hours, but a good eight to 10 I'm fucking around. So like, why not condense it all and just let people be more productive and they'll come in, they'll actually work. And then, you know, productivity has just skyrocketed with technology. People are able to sit down at their desk. They have their computer, they have their, whatever is going on and they can get shit done. They don't need to be a warm body. It's just like, it it feels uh, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go down that path, but you know, the, 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 the four day work week is, is like, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, but I'm still waiting for Bernie Sanders to release a plan for that 100% nap based economy, Jason, because I think that would be even better. Some U S companies. You, what, <laughs> yes, so much. It didn't okay. land. It's all right. Some U S companies, they, uh, they started testing out this idea. So I guess Chick-fil-A, a Chick-fil-A owner, even launched a three-day work week. And he says as soon as he did this, he received 400 applications for one job opening. Three-day work week, but you get all your hours in three days. So what are you working, 12-hour days? I I would imagine so if it's 32, right? Something like that, roughly. Something. Yeah, those are long days. They're long days, but you ask the average person, would you rather work... Would you work... Would you work three days? Get it all out of the way in three days. I don't know. Three, and have 12 four hour days. days. Then you have four days. 12 hour days aren't really aren't that bad, though. Depends on what you're doing. If they there's just be. three. If there's just three. Okay, if it's manual labor, yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. But if it's just three and you can be done, you have four days. Four days. Four days off. Yeah. Hmm. I think four days, four day work week, it may be a, ha- a good medium because you're not doing the extra long um, days. Right. But it's, it's interesting because what about like 
folks with kids, like how do you handle school and childcare if, you know, the things to think about, but schools are also looking at doing four day school weeks. So wait, what do you mean? I, I would, I would think if you only working four days a week, you have an extra day to save on uh childcare. You're saving money there too. Yeah. But you also have to figure out how to get your child to work or to school and back home from school. If you're, working longer days is my point. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, Bernie Sanders is saying not longer days, 32 hours. So you're still working eight hour days, Monday, eight hour days. Oh yeah. And schools, like I said, schools are also looking at, um, having four day school weeks. It makes sense because the workers are more productive. We can do just as much work in that amount of time. Then it gives us more time to have a life. That's like the biggest thing yeah. I hear from people is like, I don't have a life. I don't have time. I can't do anything. Cause I, I, I don't know about you, but like my one day off a week, I usually am doing like laundry or some shit. Like it's not relaxing. Yeah. yeah same. But um, anyways, we'll keep it. This is a, a, an awesome thing, I think. And I'm glad to see this pop up in the mainstream like this. And I, I would say the only downside to a 32 hour work week is that it's harder to blame your exhaustion on work when you're caught sleeping in that meeting. Mm. It's a little harder. And, uh, you know, I think Bernie Sanders probably wants that four day work week. So we can finally have enough time to relax and read all of that hate mail. He gets from Fox news. I think that's really the, mm. the conspiracy theory here that I'm going to be pushing. Mm. Anyways, uh, we'll be back with more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel like, uh, What's his name? Uh, on HBO, Bill, Bill Maher, Bill Maher, all the cheesy jokes he has. Huh? But who to him on a teleprompter? That's what I kind of like, feel like. Right now. And and then you got to <laughs> laugh at it, so then everyone else laughs at it. Oh uh, God, so many cheesy jokes written this week. Maybe we need to get a laugh track on the show. Let's get an in studio audience, and they're they get the applause sign, and if they don't. They don't applaud. They don't laugh. They get electrically shocked in their chairs. Right. And kicked out. That's how they did it at Craig Ferguson back in the day when you and I went. Yeah, we went. Anyway, you weren't energetic. You would be removed. They would. Yeah. Yeah, they really would. They would. They'd take you out back and then just like push you in the alley. Yeah. Fall down your car keys. (laughs) Right. Good luck getting home. Yeah. You should have laughed at that robot he has over there. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, All right. We'll be right back. It's news to us. IW Radio. So I take Southwest Airlines. I saw a video online of a Southwest Airlines employee. Allegedly, you know, when they weigh your luggage, when you check in a bag, Mm -hmm. Cause they want to make sure it's not over 50 pounds. If it's over 50 pounds, they can charge you a bun- bunch of money. They can demand that uh, you remove things, which has happened to me before, but a Southwest airlines employee is allegedly putting her knee on the scale to make someone's huh. luggage go up from 49.5 to 50. So here's, wow. and it was all caught on tape. Here's what happened. The reason I have trust issues. She's leaning on it. She's giving me the extra LD. There we go. Oh, look at her trying to get me charged. We caught him. We caught him. Wait, I didn't see it. 
You didn't see that? Okay, let me run it back for you. So I'll run it back the video while I explain what's going on. So ah, the woman's I see knee. It now. Yeah, the woman's knee is leaning onto the scale where the piece of luggage is. And if we back up the video just a little bit, you'll see that it's at 51. 51. And over 50, you're fucked. That's the uh, slang. I mean, that's the saying over there at Southwest, rather. Over 50 mm. and you're fucked. So mm. she put her knee on it, 51, and he says something. She releases the knee, and it goes down to 49.5. 49.5. Interesting. I mean, the way that he calls her out on it, she laughs. The other question I have is, do you think that person weighed their own luggage and packed it just enough to be under the 50? I mean, yes. Because yeah. I, I do this. Wow. I do this. So I have a uh, a luggage scale. I recommend everybody buys a luggage scale on Amazon. They're like $5. And you pack it in your luggage. It's very light. And then I weigh my luggage. I probably go to 49.5 every time because I throw a lot in there. Mm. What weighs me down the most is uh, dog food because I travel with my dog. So I have cans of food. So usually I always know that I'm going to be like two or three pounds over or heavier on my way out than I am on my way in. So I can maybe get a souvenir or, or two. Mm. Is that dog food? <laughs> dog food. <laughs> so heavy. Yeah. But do you think that they were, I mean, she laughed it off. Like you think that was her intention? She could have been playing around. I guess I'll give her that, you know, maybe she was just flirting with the guy, but also yeah. look at her. She's on her phone. I, I, I the reason why no, I don't I think, think she was flirting is because look, if she was flirting, she probably would have been staring at the guy in, in the in the face. But maybe, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it could have been a flirt. I don't know. I think it's playful. I don't know. I don't. I if she, has she been like mean and like absolutely not certain? Like that would be a different issue, right? Like I, you know, I don't know. So we're going to give Just, Southwest Airlines a pass on this. On this one, I think yeah. But okay. I also want to know why you get charged more if it's over 50 pounds. Like they have you remove, you know, items and you can put it on your carry on, like the same amount of weights going on the plane. So why are they charging more if it's a checked bag versus shuffling it around? But that's my question. I agree. And are you going to charge me more for my plane ticket? If I gain 20 pounds between now and when I bought it. And when you eat all that dog food, that's right. So hmm. you're right. I agree with you. It's all just a, a scam. It's a money making scam. It's a scam. A scam, I say. Speaking of airlines, you know, it's always frustrating when you're trying to call your favorite airline because you have a problem with your flight and you can't get through to uh, an actual human being. There is a uh, lady on TikTok and she claims that she has a hack to get through to any human being on any major company phone automation system. Here we go. It's a piece of information that you learned that feels illegal to know. About a month ago, I discovered a way to get through customer service lines in less than two minutes and talk to a real person and not wait on hold for hours and hours. Time is money in my business, and when I'm waiting on hold with Expedia or American, Delta, Verizon, AT&T, they're literally wasting my time when I only have one question to ask them. 
This information I'm going to share with you is definitely going to save you a lot of time. And literally 90% of the time I get through in less than two minutes and they help me and I'm on my way. Let's say you call American Airlines or Wells Fargo. You call up the customer service number. You get to the main menu and you click zero pound, zero pound, zero pound. And you go all the way through to a customer service rep just like that. This little piece of information has saved me so much time and aggravation and frustration. So try it out. And it worked about 90% of the time and only on the larger companies. Mm. You get that zero pound, zero pound, zero pound. And I, I do trust. I do trust this person because she works in the music industry. Look at all those records behind her. She must be a big deal. Hmm. Or I have an idea. If yeah. you have just a simple single question, maybe try Google first. No, I, sometimes you have to call the airline. Have you had to call the airline? Yeah, all the time. For I, what? Um, I can only, when I fly with my dog, I can only do it by calling them. Oh, They don't allow it on the website. Hmm. So I, I'm calling an airline well, there you go. all the time. There you go. I had no idea. Yeah. But, or your cable company, you know, when's the last time you called your cable company? Never. Never? Just do it online. Like the chat? Yeah, or ask. Yeah. I had to get on the chat with my uh, internet provider this weekend. I hated it. But they what were, happened? They're actually nice. Did you lose internet? No, I, my modem settings got screwed up and I didn't know the login. It was just a, it was a mess, but they, they mm. actually helped me out pretty quickly. Usually it was a nightmare with uh, this uh, service. They, 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 it was great. The chat was great. There you go. Okay. Quickly, Jason, gender reveal parties. What are your thoughts? Gender reveal parties. I don't understand why they're your favorite thing in the world, but I personally don't like them. Eddie, why are Cold. we talking about gender reveal? Oh, well, a grandma uh, fell down on her face. <laughs> oh, my God. Party. Poor grandma. Yeah, there's a gender reveal party and a grandmother. Uh, yeah, this is why another reason why gender reveal parties are bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so what happened there? Everyone's uh, drinking, yeah. it looks like, and grandma just falls over. Oh, someone tripped her. <laughs> oh, somebody tripped oh, grandma. Oh, someone tripped grandma. <gasps> oh, <laughs> grandma <laughs> lost all her teeth again. Again. <laughs> that poor lady. No, oh, no injuries man. sustained. She's going to be fine. Oh, good. That's good. I don't, I don't have a video for us to share. I don't know if you can, but I saw another gender reveal and I don't know how recent it was, but it was like a, a balloon. They had like this big black balloon, right, Eddie? Mm -hmm. And it was floating in the air, like in the, they were inside and they had a flame and they were inching the flame closer to the balloon until finally the, the flame touched the balloon and it popped the balloon. However, the balloon was filled with helium and helium is combustible, and there was a giant explosion oh inside the room. Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with funny. people? I think I, I, I might, thought it was I, hilarious. Yeah, I think I found the uh, the video we're talking about. Let me see if I can bring oh. it up here real quick. But yeah, what, what the hell? Sorry to put you on the spot like that, and you were... Yeah, here it is. Is that it? This is what you're thinking? This is it, yes. Okay, I don't know how to move it over, though. Let me see if I can't do uh -huh. that. People will get that. Oh, you can't see the flame. 
Okay, let me uh, <laughs> scroll to the left a little. Uh, that's the best thing I can do here with this, but here we go. I think that's fine. That'll get you. Hey. Hey. Oh, it's on fire. Lamp's getting closer to the balloon. Oh, here it comes. Oh! <laughs> yeah, explosion time. Explosion. <laughs> Oh, that one's funny to me. Idiots. My God. All right. What do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all we have. That's it. We're done. We're done. We have no more time. We're done, Jason. Mm. We didn't shut your pie hole. We had fun doing it. (laughs) Shut up. All right. We're done. No, it's okay. We'll be back. Don't be sorry. Good job, Jason. You did great. Uh, Our listeners are commending you for it. The effort. Mm. Bravo, Eddie. Bravo. Bravo. Encore, encore. Yeah. Well, encore is the podcast. Get the podcast. It's news to us. All right. We'll be back next time. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey.